How about that? 500 I mean, goals. I mean, watch that live? I did not. I actually forgot it was on. Like I got an idiot. I catch it live. Pretty cool. So, cool. I guess the Flyers. So, so you were so at the game? I almost, I, no, no, I meant live on, the on, live on, on TV. Sorry, on TV. Sorry, on TV. Right. But I did get to see it live on TV. So, um, and then they subsequently just pissed me. They did one over time. Living so. in the euphoria of Sid's uh, 500th goal, uh, coasting wrestling. I just think it's great that he did, he, did, yeah. he did it against the Flyers. I think he did it great did it at home, too. Yeah, that's Because there was that a, they play in Ottawa the night before, or two nights before, and that's back, you know, Canada's only letting like 500 people in the stands again. They're back at that point again. Uh, so it's like, it, it just would have been so anticlimactic being not there. But yeah, doing it like in Pittsburgh and then to boot against Flyers, where he, that was his 50th goal against Flyers. Oh, wow. Crew. So. Man. Um, you imagine ten percent of your goals came against one. I mean, I got great. I know it's the thirty. That's yeah, it's a rival. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he always he's always lit up Philly. But uh, you know, kind of adding on to that, how they kind of almost blew the game. I mean, they, of late, they, they're they're kind of streaky. Uh, mm-hmm. They you know they they won five in a row and they've lost two in a row against you know the competition's going to start spiking up a little bit. They're now, getting right? they were getting killed by the Devils tonight as far as oh, they was, really? it was three nothing first period last I saw. Oh yeah, see so, they just uh, seem to be kind of trap game. They can't. They kind of seem to be tailing off after winning. What was it, twelve in a row? Yeah, if you don't know the peak. The, yeah, it's, that's it's, the fear, right? It's four one devils. Four one devils by eight minutes in the second period. Left oh, wow. he's, he's, he's got to get this game one. We're down, we're down four one already. But at any rate, um, oh. so yeah, they yeah. they've been kind of coming back down to earth. I mean, they're still one of the top teams. They're they're second in the division. Um, the, the 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 big thing is they've actually played like the highest number of games in the league. So like everybody else has games at hand, so you got to kind of watch the standings because it's like even though they have a lead on somebody, they in, in points, mm-hmm. somebody can pass them up just because they've got more yeah. games to play. Yeah. Um, trade deadline's coming up, and I think it's less than a month. Um, you know, in my opinion, I don't think we can go around the room. But sure. Not that, I don't know if you guys are the experts, but uh, you know, like I think so, right now I, I was reading that uh, since December one, the the top line of Gensel, Rust, and Crosby are the only ones that have. Double-digit goals, mm-hmm. and so, so like the, beef up some of the lower lines. They got to get like the middle six is basically you know. Granted, Malkin's just come back, yeah. Um, but the the middle six has been just kind of like you know missing. And well, I, 16, 17, the middle six carried them, right? right? So, right. so you need is that, that, that the for HBK a thing? On the HBK, that was the third line with our boy ah, Heartbreak so. Kid even made it to the <laughs> yeah. End. That's what I remember game. that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, shame on me for not knowing that, but I do remember that. I thought it was like one of the lower lines. I tell you what, Nick Benino took about five years off my life when he hit, flipped that puck out of bounds into the stands in uh, uh, was it 17. I, I, was, I was at that game. Were you? I was at that game. I've seen the Capitals eliminated three times live in the playoffs. I've seen it live uh, three times. I've seen it I just remember Benino because that was one of the best calls. Oh, Benino, 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 Benino. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they, they're. Uh, I think they're a good team, but they definitely have some solidified. Well, I mean, they're getting older. I mean, I mean, Sid's been around for 150 years. Well, he's only 34, like it, and he's only 34. But the problem, it's the mileage. It's, it's the not, mileage. It's not the age. All the, the playoffs, all the playoffs, like, yeah, the I mean, Olympics. He's been playing 17 years is so a year. Yeah. So look yeah. at uh, well, as, a, as a 200 foot player too. Yeah. Right. You know exactly. I mean? He's exactly. not a Mexican down a really there just point. doing jumping jacks, waiting for a. Uh, <laughs> oh, waiting not, for not a cherry picker. Yeah, not saying, cherry right. picking, right? So, so let me ask you this point. though, yeah. too. Is I mean, we're spoiled here. Obviously, Mary Lemieux is probably the best Penguin in, in history. Maybe if you're saying, but I'm, I'm forgetting. I, I'm, I don't no. know hockey that no, well. You, but you can, you can who's number two? Is it Sid? Yager. No, I mean, I know, I know, we've we've been spoiled with a lot of hockey, like great hockey players here. I mean, is he clear number two? Is, is he challenge Lemieux? I, I would say, 
I don't think he challenged Lemieux because Lemieux truly was the savior of hockey in Pittsburgh. I mean, yes. Not only as a player, but as, then, an, owner, as, an, as an owner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he saved them twice in, right. in essence, and um, you know, so I, no, I don't think anyone who ever topped Lemieux in not only what he did in hockey as a player, but as a, as an owner as well. I think Crosby is a clear cut too. He's won three okay. cups. Yeah. Um, you know, he came, he came, and I think one of the things helping him as his age is that he missed basically a year and a half with the concussion. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, and I, I, I was a doubt, not a doubter. I just wasn't a big Crosby guy early. Mm-hmm. I was kind of irritated. never scored a lot. He, you know, he's always the assist guy. Always, And I still get frustrated. He gets some spells where he's always looking for the pass because of the shot. Sure. But he, he's clearly shown that, yeah, he is a true leader, you know, to, to Bavakwa's point, he's a 200-foot player. I mean, he, he, it's not, you know, he's won a two con smice, and I, I, that, that second one is probably purely because he did everything mm-hmm. for the Penguins yeah. in that playoffs. You know, I playoff just watch him as, as somebody who doesn't know the game of hockey. The way he just runs around with the puck, or skates around the puck, excuse me, and just shows that leg strength that's just, he just does like, the, again, it's probably like the little things. Like I know for, from, from football, the little things are just, they don't go, they're not on ESPN. They're not the highlight thing, but you watch him. I've only been to two Penguin games, unfortunately. But uh, watch him and just the strength he shows on the boards. You know, he always has that one – he puts a stick out with one hand, and he's just able to muscle yeah. three guys off. I mean, that is just phenomenal to me. It's, what Crosby it's clear can do. talent. It's clear talent, but Crosby has work ethic like Jordan yeah. or Kobe. LeBron. After the game, he's working out. Sure. After the game. Yeah. For like hours. You don't see it. You don't hear it. But it's consistency, and he's a he's a maniac as far as training goes. So that's yeah. what that's, that's the Joe what, Burrow method, right? Don't show me a video. You working out? Just do it. Do it without magic, people looking. Yeah. I mean, I totally, totally can't agree more. I mean, I. I it was probably 10 years ago, like in his career, where early in his career, he wasn't real good at faceoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'd already won a cup, and I think it was a couple years after that, and he wasn't good at faceoffs. So in the offseason, he does himself, I'm getting better faceoffs, mm-hmm. and he lets the team faceoffs the next year. I mean, yeah. to your point, it's, mm-hmm. he's a perfectionist. Yeah. When, when he sees something he needs to work at, he works at it. And, and it, it wasn't just for selfish game, because you remember, it was a couple years after the, after the cup, they were in that malaise where they were making it to the second round of the playoffs, getting outed by Philly or whoever it may be. You need a little, and, and, and we, we know he's a guy that, I mean, trying to get homework glasses off, but being honest, he's a guy that legitimately can do it all. Are the guys right. faster? Sure. The guys that are stronger? Sure. But he seemed to have that complete package of yeah. like, physical gifts, knowledge, work ethic. I mean, it, and again, some of these things you don't see the working out after after games, but until you watch him play, like, it just doesn't, as great as a natural talent he is, so that doesn't come naturally. Like, it, it takes work. So to your point about that, I mean, I'm going to take a 30-second sidebar is a sense of a, an appreciation for what you just said about Sid. Mm-hmm. I was I, I was listening to an interview. I can't remember who was interviewing it. They were talking about Kobe Bryant. Yep. And whenever you said that about Sid, about working out after games, that whole mindset got me thinking. So the first time I, Dwight Howard wanted to come to the Lakers, he guess he, he was on a conference call with Kobe Bryant and maybe like an assistant coach or something like that. And Dwight Howard was asking him, you know, hey, what's it like in L.A.? You know, hey, what's there to do in L.A.? And they had a conversation. Yeah. And they said, as soon as I hung up the phone, Kobe Bryant's like, he ain't going to work here. He goes, I'm here to win championships. I'm not here to talk about, the, you know, what's to do outside. 
Because yeah. Kobe Bryant was one of those guys, and he was like considered the best in the game because of that work ethic. When you just said that about Sid, that just tricked me. Like, yeah, I can imagine him doing that, and that's things that don't show up. On there's a lot of players I think in multiple professional sports that do that, that don't get talked about by by flash floods, hot take guys, right? right? <laughs> unless 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 your boys comparing them to some type of Starbucks flavor, right? But but they're, but they're, they're the professional athletes that there it takes a special professional athlete because he does, they, he doesn't want the the notoriety for that. He just knows what he needs to do to get his team better. You're talking about yeah. the face-offs. I'm not going to get talked about about it, but I need to do it because it helps my team. But how many that face-offs did Sid practice in, in, oh. in those off-seasons that you don't see? I'm taught thousands. Yeah, I thousands. mean, and that's special. Repetitive. That is special. And you're, you're, you're the poor, like, uh, intern, assistant, you know, player. Yeah. you got to stay out there eight extra hours doing face-offs with Sid. You're like, I don't get paid enough to be out here. <laughs> right. I want to get home. Well, think about yeah, yeah, bruises yeah, all around yeah, yeah. Tom Brady. I'm tired. I'm making, like, $10 now. How many passes? How many passes yeah. does Tom Brady throw in the off-season? You don't hear about it, yeah. but I'm sure he's thrown thousands. Way more than most NFL you don't quarterbacks. Play that well Kobe, Jordan, like, those are the guys that take the talent, but they have that obsession, and that's what Sid yeah. has. You know what I love about cities, especially the late 2000s, their first cup run, their early 2010s, especially. I mean, it's probably still to a point this way. The world of street is he is basically like Elvis in, in Canada. Like, they just, sure. I mean, a national treasure. <laughs> yeah. It never gets to his head. You never hear about it. You never hear about him, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, doing anything crazy in trouble. He's just a guy who just seems like really focused on his craft. But, well, uh, it, it, you know, kind of on a segue that you never hear about all the work he does. You never, you never hear about it. You never hear about it. You just know it, and he does it. Have you ever heard anything about anything else he ever does? Like, right. n- no bad press. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's got a girlfriend, a wife. I have right. no clue. He's just like, like he, Peyton Manning. Like, I didn't even realize Peyton Manning had a wife and kids. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Right? It wouldn't surprise me if Sidney uh, Crosby was like Clubber Lang from uh, Rocky Trader. <laughs> he just lives in some 300-square-foot apartment. It's, it's in, like, in like Harlem or someplace like that. It's dingy. He's doing chin-ups on the on the uh, piping, the exposed piping. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, Christ, you looked for the first 10 years of his life, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, so I'll tell you a funny story about that. So I had a friend who, well, my wife's good friend, lived in Swickley, and she used to, my wife would go over and hang out with her, she always had to take walks in the neighborhood. It was nice. And they always made their way past Mario's house. And this is when Sydney's living there, about the same age, right? So I just told my wife, I said, I have no problem with you taking a walk. So I was like, but... The day she, because she, her friend had a little crush on Sid, and uh, you know what girl didn't around here at that point in time? And I said, but when she starts bringing like a bottle of chloroform and a ladder, you walk away because now you're accessorizing your crime. You know what I mean? So, so I don't think this is just about exercise anymore when that happens. But, uh, so what you're saying is, if your wife left you for Sid, like. I don't want to do that, but I understand. Yeah. <laughs> What's he got that I ain't got, baby? Oh, no, no, don't no, answer no. that. Yeah, don't answer that. We're going to even answer yeah, that. Yeah. I asked that question. So, so in closing out with the pens, yeah. as far as what they need to do, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what Hextel does because, okay. you know, he's this is third year now as GM and, and uh, you know, um, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. I can see his name. Uh, the Rutherford always was aggressive. Yeah. I'll trade that one. He always, you know, and, and to a degree, I don't want to say he's hurt us, but he traded away a lot of draft picks mm-hmm. to solidify what they did in 16 and 17 and, and even the year after that. So uh, I'm curious to see what Hextel does because last year he kind of stood pat, didn't mm-hmm. really do much at the deadline. So we'll see what he does. And I saw a tweet or a rumor that they were we, the Pens were one of three teams for Kessel, trying to bring him back. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I wanted Malkin. I don't know if they what, can. What's the percent? 
I would say at 25%. That's okay. my guess. Is, is, is it is I, contractual? I just, Contra contractual? It's not contractual. I just think it's he's. They could get. I don't think they're going to maximize what they can get out of him right now. Sure. Because okay. he's been hurt all year, and yeah. you know he's done okay, but nothing great. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just. I think you have to hold on and just see if you can wait even to the off season, and unload him. Well, but I do think they will trade him. Yes, I yeah. do ultimately think they'll trade him. In a vacuum, if uh, if you try to go after Kessel, do you in turn keep keep? Uh, I don't know. In a vacuum. No, you get the injuries and everything else. But to me, it seems like, I don't know. Unless you get some sort of, you know, complimentary piece to, to, to go with. Cause I don't want to go down that rabbit hole too much. That's just conjecture. Right, right, but, right. But uh, didn't he work well with? That's what I'm trying to remember. I, I want to say they had hot times and they had cold times. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, he replaced um, Neil for a while. Yes. And yeah, he, yes. Made, he essentially replaced Neil yeah. on that line as the shooter. Yeah. Which is crazy because he doesn't have a slap shot. Right? No, it's all right. He's got a wicked wrist shot. He's got a crack wrist shot. Wicked wrist shot. So, but. It's funny. I mean, I you know, grew up in Maryland. I just could not get into the Capitals, could not get into any Washington teams. I just didn't consider them my, my teams, despite that they were like 30 miles, you know, 30, 40. They're equidistant to me almost from Baltimore. Sure, sure. You know, pretty close. And so, uh, but I, was, I, couldn't, I had a lot of friends who were Caps fans, and I just couldn't do it. Well, I lived down there for five years, and, you know, always was. Diehard Penn fan went to a lot of the Capital Penguin games, um, but in the when they weren't playing the Pens, and we always dominated them in the playoffs, right? So I didn't have any ill feelings for Washington. So all my life I would go to games, and, and I was actually excited when they made the Cup run in '98 when they when they lost oh, yeah, to Detroit. I was all into that. I mean, we went. To, she, I went to a playoff game. My wife went to uh, a conference like final game. I mean, it was, we were into it. I mean, it was yeah. pretty. We were, we it was great in the arena. Detroit, Detroit was worse. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. 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 Steve Eisman yeah. and all that. Yeah, yep. All righty. Well, hey, you know what? I, it's, it's just an appreciation for Sid. I don't know how much longer he has. You know, maybe a couple more years. I mean, Yager might be playing until yeah, he's like 70 or something. Who knows? Well, that Hopefully was a funny thing. Was his, it was his 50th birthday that day, too. So you had Sid's 500th, his 50th against Flyers, and Yager's turned 50. Yeah, that's crazy. You owe somebody money when you're playing a sport 50 years old. Either, either yeah, he, he, was a, he was a huge gambler. There's yeah, no question about that. Yeah, money. So. It's one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But, uh, so, yeah, I just, uh, just an appreciation for Sid. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't watch much Peng, Pengal Talk as I should. It's, when the playoffs come around, I'm glued. Regular season, I, I, I just don't understand the game. But playoff hockey, as a diehard football junkie, I will tell you the playoff hockey is like the most intense thing I watch on TV. I can only hope to maybe get to a game. I was gonna say you gotta get to a penalty. I gotta get to a oh, penalty playoff game right, because I've been to a few regular season games. Even though this year they lost the cracking when I went, but um, it was still it's it, there's something to say like the appreciation of how fast they are on the ice. Mm -hmm. stuff. It's, it is another level. So hey, I'm just thankful that we got Lemieux, Yager, Sid. You know we're spoiled here, right? So you know we'll see. Hopefully we'll maybe well, maybe you'll get the 600 before he leaves. You know. We'll so, I mean, just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. The average is about, you know, 25, 30 a year. Yeah. So, there's definitely, it's not out of the realm. Yeah. Well, appreciate you guys hanging out here. I'll just say thank you, Sid. Okay. Right. 500. Maybe we'll get him a couple more. But uh, until the next episode, anybody else have any parting shots for Sid? Hey, when you go down Neville Island Dome, where everybody be, there's a ton of kids skating around yeah. with, with jerseys on and stuff. It's because, it's because partly it's because it's it, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. inspired a generation of players. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. To your point too, with with the work ethic that Jeff was talking about, Lars was talking about too. I mean, he's definitely a great example for 
for you kids, you know. I mean, it's nothing compared to ours at uh, LA Fitness, wherever Jim. No, not at all. But I mean, he didn't play in front of eight thousand in high school like I did. Hey, it, was, it was great, can we dude. Drop F-bombs on yeah. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Hey, it was appreciate it. Until the next time, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Talk soon. Cheers. Later.